Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So 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 Sandler's, the Sandman movie podcast. I got a goo. Hello and welcome to So 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 Sandler, the Sandman movie podcast, a podcast where we discuss the movies of marine biologist Adam Sandler. My name is Kerry Jones and as always I am joined by my dearest friend and co-host Matt Wilsonholm. Good to be back Kerry, it's good to be back. Won't lie, fuck me yes. up then because I've watched two Adam Sandler movies since we've done one <laughs> and I completely forgot he was a marine biologist in this, so I was expecting you to say something else. <laughs> I had to think about what the word was. I was going to say fish fat but luckily luckily marine biologists came back into my head 
he's just a professional fisherman. He just looks after him a bit more. <laughs> this movie um, should have had Rob Sh- Rob Schneider playing Deuce Bigelow in in the Sea Life Park because he's a fish guy, isn't he? What do you reckon the guy should have just been Deuce Bigelow instead, and he's become a marine biologist? Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, he wouldn't have been able to go on his European adventure. <laughs> I've um, I've got a note here in my uh, in in my whatever I've done, and it says I think this is my favorite Schneider character so far. So, <laughs> okay. he actually has some lines um, in this one, like as more of a backup character. I think he's probably this is probably his biggest role so far in a Sandler movie, apart from maybe Daddy. Nah, this is the big. I'd say this is the biggest role. He's definitely this in this biggest. Than, yeah, more than Big Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Um, I think this is my favorite movie we've watched so far. The I I really really enjoyed this a lot <laughs> a lot more than I thought I was going. I've not seen this. I've only actually seen this like three times, and I've not seen it for about seven or eight years. Yeah, I think this definitely is... was a lot better than I thought, or a lot better than I remembered it or thought it was going to be. It's 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 just so beautiful. It's a very. I'm trying to get up the podcast scores here, and I don't know where they are. <laughs> where? <laughs> They're not on Gmail. They're not on Google Docs. Yeah, but my, my internet's so shit today. There's a problem loading set of applications. Okay, why? <laughs> why are you doing this All to right. me today? Let's see if my uh, my my discount internet can beat yours. <laughs> oh, this is so annoying. Not even signed um, the right fucking Gmail account, eh? <laughs> Okay, I, I think the drives are loading. And, but yeah, but for those who didn't know, uh, the movie we are talking about today is Fifty First Dates. So tell me, how's Hawaii? I met this guy. It was the best week of my life. When I asked for his phone number, he told me he's married. Gay. Straight. Henry Roth, why didn't you tell me you were a secret agent? I'm afraid that's not an option, Lisa. Linda. I know, I changed your name for your protection. Dr. Henry Roth's best relationships were with his patients, and he wasn't looking to settle down. But one day, the unthinkable happened. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a dude. Are you staring at me or her? Because you're starting to freak me out. Oh, Henry Roth, nice to meet you. Lucy was in a terrible car accident. She lost her short-term memory. She won't remember him tomorrow. You and I are actually seeing each other. Don't worry, you're not going to suffer any short-term memory loss. But was your head shaped like an egg before she hit you? Now, the guy who's afraid of commitment. I just want to try something that'll help her remember me. It's a videotape. During this reenactment, you will be played by Ula. Aloha! Sorry about your brain. <laughs> is going to extremes. Okay, pal. When she stops, just let her pet you. Look cute. Okay, here she comes. Smile. 
Why is she not slowing down? Uh-oh. Oh, no! To get the girl. Do you have any idea who I am? I've never even met you. <laughs> Come on! Adam Sandler. It's gonna be all right, Luz. Don't call me Luz. I barely know you. Sweetie, you're sort of dating him. Sorry, I'm not better looking. Drew Barrymore. Okay, this is her. Pretend you're attacking me so she pulls over. What do you think you're doing? Come over here. Take my pineapple. Help me, please. I'm getting your big ass. Oh! Oh! Wow. Go! Oh! Oh! Enough, enough. Are you okay? Yes, okay, yes. I'll be right back. Hey, come no, here. no, 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 no. 50 first dates. Fifty First Dates is a two thousand <laughs> Dates is a two thousand and four American romantic comedy drama film directed by Peter Segal, starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, with Rob Schneider, Sean Austin, and Dan Aykroyd in supporting roles. Why did they not mention fucking what's his name? Sean Astin. No, the dad. Oh, Blake probably because. Dick Clark. I don't know. He's yeah. That is weird. Actually, he's like the, one of the main characters. He's probably in this more than Sean Astin and Dan Aykroyd. He's definitely in it more than Dan Aykroyd. Oh, he's definitely in it more than Dan Aykroyd. But <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. Oh, is is Bill Murray still the only Ghostbuster we're waiting for now? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Because and I don't think it happens at all. I don't believe there's a movie with Adam Sandler and Bill Murray both. Could be wrong. It could have been uh, Anger Management last week, which was also directed by this week's director, Peter Segal. And Sandler and Drew Barrymore are back for their second movie together after The Wedding Singer. And a little seven-year gap in between. And Samwise is in this movie as... <laughs> How <laughs> the saviour of Middle-earth. <laughs> plays a giant man baby addicted to steroids oh Jesus poor Sean Astin he's great in this like they just get him to play this stupid as fuck role and he's great I love him so much I think he's probably he might be my favourite character in the movie he's just so funny <laughs> uh, yeah the saviour of middle earth uh uh, love interest of Winona Ryder, something him and Sandler share. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah, good point. Good point, actually. Yeah. That's a good connection. And then he gets ripped to shreds with by some dogs. Is that how season two of Stranger Things ends? I don't know. Fuck, oh, I thought that was like season four. No, I se- season four. I'm not good at Stranger four Things. I've not. I've not seen the newest one. I've seen the other. Oh, fucking. It's Stranger Things. Who gives a shit? It's wildly popular for no reason. <laughs> I, um. Yeah, I think I've seen the first. I, I've seen the first two. But that's it. But, uh, this is not so, so, so Stranger Things. So, Matt. <laughs> what we like to do in this podcast is we like to open things up with a plot synopsis that I have found online in a segment we like to call Curb That Blurb. And by Curb That Blurb, I mean, if you hate this plot synopsis, you're going to take it outside, make it bite the pavement, and then yeah, kick it right in the back of the head. 
So I have found this from Amazon Prime Video. In the unforgettable romantic comedy, Fifty First Dates, loves means never having to say, who the hell are you? Marine biologist Henry Roth finds the perfect woman, Lucy Whitmore, and falls head over heels for her. But when he sees her the following day, she hasn't a clue that clue as, as to who he is. Lucy suffers from a rare brain disorder that wipes her memory clean every night. You know what? I'll let that walk. I'll let it go. I like that. Build some good intrigue. Gets the clock going. I don't know too much yeah. about it. I completely agree. I think that's, uh, that's an almost perfect plot synopsis for an almost perfect movie. I've got a couple oh, yeah. of reviews. I see you. I've got I see you. I see where this is. See what your score is going to be. <laughs> um, I've also got a couple of reviews here. This is from Nev from the BBC, and the only Nev I know from the BBC is that monkey puppet that used to be on uh, Smile. Oh, fucking With... bit of Nev. That was a sit game. Yeah, yeah. He used to collect Nev all those little discs. The little little team and little tea bag little monster. Yeah, something. No. no, it's a, that's sure... a different thing. What's that? Then? Nev was that was the PG tips thing with uh, Johnny Vegas. Yeah, and then oh, Nev was yeah, the, yeah. the purple thing on uh, CBBC. So this has come from Nev from BBC, and <laughs> <laughs> they say the spark between the stars. And a surprisingly thoughtful screenplay ensures that despite the odd gross-out missteps, this is a sweet, warm, and funny romantic comedy. And I agree. That spark between Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore is something that most of us long for in life. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen for 90% of the population. Oh, I'm sure everybody will find this somebody. Just got to keep looking. (laughs) And then I got one star from Closely Watched Films, and they say, hate all these films where the main character is like, hey, I'm going to treat all women like trash except the one that I fall in love with. Also, Rob Schneider takes points off any film, especially when he is playing a completely different race. (laughs) I can't argue with any of that review. That's fucking gold. (laughs) He's not wrong, though. He's literally just a bit of a cunt, and then... And then all of a sudden, yeah. he's the nicest person in the world. Yep. And because then... we got that little montage on the start of him treating women and Kevin James awfully. <laughs> yeah, well, that's... Whoa, whoa, spoilers. That, that's, uh, that's in about three years coming up. We've not got that yet. <laughs> um, Sorry, then we got... that my water bottle smacked my mic. <laughs> and then we got five stars from Vicky. And she says... This is it. This is the blueprint. No one will ever live up to Adam Sandler in this movie. And, and it's a fact that it's both depressing and heartwarming at the same time. Immaculate Hawaii vibes, walrus, Drew Barrymore, done. In fairness, the, the walrus of this is probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> this that walrus is sick as fuck. I know obviously it was probably kept in captivity, but it's trained very well and it's fucking sick. Oh, it was 100% kept in captivity. Like a million yeah. percent. You know what I mean though? Like it's <laughs> you can only obviously train a walrus to do that if you keep it in captivity. I'm not saying I agree with it, but it's a very well trained <laughs> walrus. It was, it was a very integral part of the film. 
do you think Adam Sandler's character is the blueprint for love? No. He's an arsehole and then just becomes a nice person. <laughs> the review literally said he's just a terrible bloke. <laughs> Until he finds the one. Um, yeah. So taking these reviews on board, what do you think the scores are on Rotten Tomatoes? I think he's kind of in that bad, surely. I mean, Drew Barrymore is always pretty popular. Yeah? Uh, mm. 40-odd? 50-odd? So critics was smack bang in the middle at 45%. So we'll give you that one. And then the audience? Oh, it must have been a bit... Like a bit decent higher, like seventy, seventies, sixty-five. Oh, okay. So I mean, very, very, cl- very close. Thought there'd be a bit more variation there. Oh, then, then the movie cost seventy-five million to make, and it grossed a hundred and ninety-eight million at the box office. Seventy-five million to make because they just basically paid everyone to stay in Hawaii for the entire time they filmed this. I, because you've just brought that up, I am going to give you a piece of trivia straight away, okay? Go on, then. The original script set the movie in Seattle, the hometown of the screenwriter. And then Santa was like, nah, <laughs> fuck Seattle, I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we're going to go to Seattle, one of the rainiest cities in America, in north fucking west. I'm absolutely in nowhere. Seattle is a fucking amazing city, by the way. Great place. But obviously, we get Adam Sandler, and he's definitely going to take himself to Hawaii at any option, especially if the studio is paying. Fuck yeah. He always manages to find himself on a holiday, but this time he doesn't. He just ends up living in the holiday. He, he loves it, doesn't he? Right. Actually, Should no, we get into the... they do go on holiday at the end. Yeah, they do. Well, Should we get into the plot? So what I've done is I have taken this from Wikipedia, and like always, I've just added my own little notes. So feel free to jump in wherever you feel is necessary. All good. Sorry, man. Had a moment there. Right. Henry is a player skilled at seducing women. But when this veterinarian meets Lucy, a girl who, with a quirky problem when it comes to total recall, he realizes it's possible to fall in love all over again and again and again. That's because the delightful Lucy has no short-term memory, so Henry must woo her. Okay, so apparently I have just done Curb That Blurb again. Okay, let's start again. (laughs) Henry Roth is a veterinarian at Sea Life Park on Oahu. His closest friends are Ula, a marijuana smoking islander, Alexa, his adron. I practice this as well. Adrogynous assistant, Willie, his pet Af- adrogynous, Willie, his pet African penguin, and Joker, a walrus. <laughs> and my first note here is just women love Henry because the whole opening scene is just women from across the world talking about their week with Henry Roth. Yeah, it's just this compilation of women who've just spent a week in Hawaii all with the same person, but he's had the same week. <laughs> so the different yeah. one. What does he do? He, uh, yeah, he just winds takes and Takes some dive, rock climbing, takes some scuba diving, takes some surfing, takes some fucking hiking. And then he comes up with some sort of excuse to never speak to them again. 
And one of the excuses we see in this movie is that he's an international super spy and he needs to go on a mission. Yeah. So <laughs> like, we get obviously quite a few of one that's like, uh, oh, I don't believe in phones or I don't have a phone number. And then there's like a fat yeah. lady and he's just like, oh, he just straight up ran away from me. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. And then yeah, the one we get, the one we get live in the movie is I'm an international secret agent. I think this is honestly um, my favorite, one of my favorite lines, probably my favorite line in the whole movie is in this. In this, what with the? Uh... It, it's where he goes to her. I'm, I'm sorry, Lisa. I have to go. And she's like, my name's Linda. And he just looks <laughs> at her and says, I know. I changed it for your own protection. <laughs> and then looks very suspiciously to the left and the right. <laughs> um, a, a couple of people that pop up in this montage uh, we have Sandler's wife as the dentist yeah Peter Seg- no, is it Peter Seagal yeah Peter Seagal's wife is the woman who's getting worked on in the dentist and we get the first appearance of Kevin James that's so wild this is like the first yeah. time he's in, yeah. he's in any of the movies. Like, what? Dude, that's a bore. Yeah. What's the next one he's in? Is it... It must be I Chuck know. Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yeah. Is this pre or post-Hitch? I think this might just be Hitch pre-Hitch. is 2005. This is 2004. Yeah, okay. So th- this is King of the Hill. No? Was he in King of the Hill? No. What was he in? King of Queens. King, no. Oh, you're thinking of, sorry, Kevin James. Yeah, King of Queens. Yeah. King of Queens. That's the one. This would have been after King of Queens. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh. oh fuck knows. Okay, so back to Black Adam. Sorry, we, we were saying we were Black talking Adam. about pre recording. <laughs> yeah, okay. So watching Black Adam and the new guy, Atom Smasher, um, they introduce him. He's like, oh, yeah, he, he got his, uh, he, he got this uh, superpower costume from his uncle, set up like a Hank Pym type scenario where there's been a previous Atom Smasher and he's passed the suit down to somebody in his family, whatever. So he, he's in the car and then he's like, oh, my Uncle Al is FaceTiming me. Oh, I can't hear you now. I've, I've lost you a sec there. Right, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> so he's in the car and he gets a phone call and he's like, ah, oh, it's my Uncle Al. He's FaceTiming me. So he whoop, opens up the FaceTime, the FaceTime loads up and it's fucking Henry Winkler. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Henry Winkler's <laughs> in the DC universe. And, as an ex superhero, he's in this movie for. 15 seconds just on somebody's phone screen. Does he play... Oh, that's pretty fucking cool, to be fair. But does he play anyone that's yeah. actually a real character? Yeah, he was the old Atom Smasher. Oh, okay. Which is a character kind of like Ant-Man, where he grows. But yeah. Oh, Henry Winkler was just in black. I did see that in the trailer, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, so Henry Winkler's in Black Adam for like 15 seconds. Oh, like, oh my god, it's Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Fonz. What's he doing here? Uh, but yeah, 
everybody loves Henry Roth and Henry Winkler. Yeah. <laughs> um, Way to bring it back. And then, uh, and then I've got a couple of notes here. First one is foot on pillow. I yeah. don't know what that means. So they're in the veterinarian place and he's doing up his stitches and he's like, oh, don't put your foot <laughs> on my pillow. And there's just this black footprint. <laughs> uh, and then I've got another note saying, wake up next to the same old ugly broad just like Ula. Oh, Rob Schneider says this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're living the best life. You're waking up to next year. And then I got the walrus vomit prank. Yeah, so this is the only <laughs> bit of, like, I guess, gross stuff in the movie. But the walrus is like, is he, I don't know if he's pretending to be sick and they're doing this on purpose, or if he just... Yeah, the, yeah, it's it's all part of the... Uh... <laughs> I was, was going to say, I thought they were doing a bit, but I couldn't quite be sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were doing a bit, because at the end he's like, oh, I just thought you were going to burp on her, but uh, that, that vomit, vomit was uh, fantastic. No, but that's what I mean. So I'm like, oh, did he just think he was going to, like, burp the walrus? Or is the walrus, like, was actually... Ah, oh, fuck those. Doesn't matter. No, I, I think they planned it together just to get... Uh, what's the face? Alexa. I see you. Okay, that makes sense. And, the, and then, yeah, he just vomits all over her. and she, It's fucking vile. <laughs> um, then... Next thing I've got is Henry boat, Henry's boat breaks down, so he goes to that Hakilao cafe to wait for the Coast Guard. He sees Lucy Whitmore make architectural art with her waffles. And then as he's looking over at Lucy, we got this old Hawaiian guy. And he's just looking at Sandy. He goes, are you looking at me or her? Because she's starting to freak me out. And this old guy just pops up throughout this movie just with one-liners. This old Asian guy just absolutely not giving a fuck. Fucking um, hates Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Henry assumes that she is local, which prevents him from introducing himself. But the next day, he comes back and has breakfast with her. Lucy asks to see him again the next morning. So, first time, he doesn't go up to her. But then the next morning, he comes back and sees that she's building a teepee. Or, no, so the first day she's building like the volcano, it's like TP thing yeah. with the the coffee steam coming out of it. The yeah. second time, it's like um, it's the house and she's struggling with the door. Yeah, it's like a thing, like a, ha- a waffle, well, a waffle house. <laughs> yeah, with a with a with a with a door. <laughs> um, and then yeah, they have a nice little conversation and they start to fancy each other. And then she invites him back for breakfast the next day. And then they're both dancing in front of their cars. And then the van just pulls <laughs> away and they both catch each other dancing. And then I've written, little dance, these two are so in love, I actually have a smile on my face. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anyone <laughs> appreciate a relationship more than you do with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> the, then the next note That's I've got good is... Acting. <laughs> I, I I don't think it's acting. I well, generally don't I think Jackie it's Sandler acting. Never listens to this. <laughs> um, then I've got a note that says, "Look at those two shitheads." 
I don't know what that's in reference to. It's the big, big Hawaiian chef. Oh, the guy with the huge, with the meat cleaver. Yeah. Tattoo yeah. He, he just goes, look at those two shitheads as he's watching them out the window. And then I've got a question mark saying Happy Gilmore. Yeah, so it's the scene that yeah, they're, they're playing, playing golf. golf. Yeah, and the kids all do the Happy Gilmore drive. Yeah, and then Ula says, I live vicariously through you. My life sucks. And then he goes... <laughs> <laughs> And then they start, they start talking about sharks. <laughs> and Rob Schneider goes, uh, sharks are naturally peaceful uh, animals. And then Sandler goes, what's that on your, like, what's that on your chest? And Ula just goes, ah, oh, it's a shark bite. <laughs> is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Oh, I, I don't know. Are you Maybe. sure? Because I'm sure there's a joke in there. Because I'm sure he says it to a guy, and then the guy turns around and he's like, "Yeah, sure, bro, go smoke another one." Because <laughs> he's just high as fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Oh um, god. No, because on the golf course he's covered in stitches, isn't it? Yeah, because he's just been stitched because, up. Yeah, and then he goes straight to play golf. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah, no, he ripped his stitches at the golf course. Yeah. Um, and then I got a note saying Sandler on date fakes alcohol and drinks. Oh, so, that, yeah, because he's, he's like, oh, this, this girl, I don't want to fall for her. So he goes on a date with some, like, random shit. Yeah. That, uh, that, oh, oh, Ula? Ola? Ah, uh, oh, Rob uh, Schneider's character. <laughs> He meets and he's like, bro, I need to give you this. Yeah, so he's like, I need to yeah. live vicariously through you, so I've found yeah. this woman that you can bang and tell me about it. <laughs> so he goes and she, uh, this lady, I can't remember her name, she's in everything she's from in a 2002, bunch of from 2002 <laughs> up until like 2008. She's, uh, like she's every one of the she's mothers like, in one of the mothers in, in Charlie the Chocolate the Factory. Yes, yeah, she's a uh, Violet Beauregard's mum. Yeah. No. Yes, Maybe. she is. She's in Inspector Gadget two. She's in Home Alone four as that's Marv's Marv's girlfriend, Missy Pyle. She's in everything. And <laughs> um, yeah, she is. She, she's just one of those. Oh, it's her. Yeah, you see exactly. Like you see her and you just know the face. <laughs> um But yeah, it turns out he's been fake uh faking everything this entire time and just basically buys them soft drinks. Yeah, just so to... he's been like, Oh, you you just think you're drunk, you're not actually drunk though. Yeah. It's so Pretty that's much. so strange just to like Ah oh, the fuck knows. <laughs> Um, moving on. <laughs> uh, the next morning, Henry sits down for breakfast with Lucy, and Lucy shows no recollection of ever meeting him. So the restaurant owner explains to Henry that the year before, Lucy and her father, Marlin, went to the North Shore to pick up a pineapple for his birthday. On the way back, a car accident left Lucy with amnesia. So yeah, this all seen. They go back to he goes back to the restaurant, goes up to speak to her. 
And she's like, who are you? Yeah, like, what the fuck's... Who, who is this? What's going on? Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And then she's not I think happy. she leaves. She leaves, doesn't she? She just storms off in the car. Oh, no. She doesn't. Sue just no. brings Sandra outside. Yes, she, the, his, her mum's, her dead mother's best friend, the lady, like, takes him outside yeah. and she's like, oh, you need to listen. This is what happened. Leave this... And then we get the whole backstory yeah. of, like, that the, uh, what, what happened, why it happened, and uh, where we are now. Yeah, I've said such a dramatic flashback. So, so we see them in China in the car, then the cow in the middle of the it's road. It's actually a really dramatic flashback, isn't it? That pineapple flies out the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, then her father and brother have a plan so to save her heartbreak of reliving the accident Marlon and Doug Lucy's Lisbon steroid addicted brother reenact Marlon's birthday every single day so I, I I get this like I can see obviously why they did it You at first thought you'd be like fuck what do we do okay let's just pretend it's the same day that'll be fine and Adam Sandler does bring up a very valid point in this of like what, you're just going to do that forever? Like, come on, guys. <laughs> what happens when uh, Marlin dies and then she just assumes that he's dead on his birthday <laughs> yeah, every, single, like, every single day? She she's just wakes up one day and he's no longer there and you're like, oh, well, yeah, happy well, birthday, Dad. Wait, where well, are you? Why like, am I all alone? Sandler did say, like, what happens when uh, she wakes up? And she's just old. So these, these are the things that they do every single day. So Lucy paints her father, uh, paints her father, paints her father's garage every day. So every single night they have to paint their back white. They watch the Vikings game every single day. And Doug places bets with Lucy. Oh, yeah, he bets on the next score yeah. and the next play. Yeah. They, uh... <laughs> I've got a note here. Doug and Marlin are over the sixth sense. That will be us with Sadler movies come Jack and Jill. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I've never seen that. And I won't lie. I'm not looking forward to it. But we've got uh, about seven years of movies in between that. So uh, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge oh, when we get to it. They completely reset the day. They're wrapping gifts. They get a new pineapple. Painting the garage white again. Cleaning clothes. Refilling shampoo. Um, it's cute that Marlin takes photos of the paintings every single day, though. Yeah, that is quite nice that he just takes a photo of like, oh, this is actually fucking unbelievable. Because she is a really good painter, <laughs> or at least in the character is. Yeah, could have Drew Barrymore actually paints. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she she probably does. And then I've got a note here. Ula is saying that, Sand- that is saying that Sandler should give Lucy the best day every day. And then he puts a joint in his ass as he falls off the ship. Wait, what? I don't remember that bit. I've, um, you've lost me. I can't even remember that. I have no idea. It's when they're on the boat and they're fixing it. Oh, where he falls through the fucking... Where he falls through the deck. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. right. And he's got a joint in his ass. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, despite his warning... <laughs> yeah, go on, sorry. 
<laughs> we got so much of this room. <laughs> Despite Sue's warning, Henry tries to uh, get Lucy to have breakfast with, with to have breakfast with him again. He fails time and time again after setting a bet with Nick. So, oh yeah, so he he bets the the big guy yeah. the bro uh, that he and can then get. Like, oh, yeah, that he can get to uh, have breakfast with him, and he's like, "Yeah, bro, sure, twenty dollars, you're on." And then he fails because he touches her food, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Get away from me! Why you touch my food?" The next day, he goes up to her, and she just starts speaking Chinese. Then uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that uh, gets gets the date to work is he pretends to cry and is unable to read. So she teaches Sandler <laughs> how to read, and then and then. This <laughs> she's like, okay, let's uh, let's get um. So they have breakfast that morning. And then she gets really pissed off because Sandler doesn't ask her for a number, and then she just drives off. Yeah. So yeah, they have a great day or a great breakfast. They go on really well. And then she's like, well, what the fuck was all that about? You just lied to me. You just told me you couldn't fucking read, which is definitely <laughs> bullshit. What's all this? You know, you're going to ask my number? What's going on? Why are you such a head fuck? So he follows her. He does. He follows her home. So at her house, Marlin and Doug instruct Henry to leave Lucy alone. Henry be- begins concocting ways to run into Lucy through the following days, during which he manages to successfully impress her over a series of first dates and chance encounters. So this is the titular 51st dates of, uh, of 51st dates. Hey. Um, so a couple of things he does is uh, card trouble, roadworks, penguin, Ula. So the card trouble he pretends to break down, gets the card jumped. Roadworks he says that the road is closed, so he just stays and speaks to her for a while. Then he has the penguin dress up in a little suit or something, and then she almost kills the penguin. <laughs> the fucking penguin almost gets flat. <laughs> and then we've got. Ula kidnapping Henry and then she kicks the shit into him with a shovel or something. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, Marlin and... Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think he's getting robbed by Ula, so she beats him up with a baseball bat and then the last yeah. one, I think, is where we get him, like, he's tied himself up <laughs> pretending to be kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... That's my next up. Later, Marlin and Doug discover Henry pretending to get kidnapped and invites him back <laughs> to their house. They give they give their permission to Henry to con- continue meeting her when they discover Lucy regularly sings the Beach Boys. Wouldn't it be nice in her painting studio? The first the first major change in a routine since the accident on the days he spends with her. So basically, the her whole life was pretty routine. She'd um, go and paint, but on the days that she met Henry, she'd go and sing Wouldn't It Be Nice, which was her parents' song, but it only happens when she knows who Henry is. And this song pops up throughout the, throughout the movie, and I think it's such a beautiful little song. Great little Beach Boys song. Great little jingle. Yeah. Does pop up I... quite a few times in this, actually. I'd go and see the Beach Boys live. Oh, I don't know. Do you reckon it'd be any good live? It'd be like, what, 70? Yeah. 
If, El- if Elvis was still around, if Elvis was still around, I'd go see Elvis live. Fuck me! Imagine if Elvis was still around. It'd be class. The concerts would love- be fucking nuts. <laughs> be off his tit. <laughs> um, one morning, as Henry's about to sit with Lucy at breakfast, where did we seen- just go? <laughs> have you seen the new Elvis movie? No, I've not actually. It's strange. Like, the music throughout is weird. What do you mean? Like, th- this is just an example. Um, but say, say they're working through Elvis's life in the 60s and fucking Hound Dog is playing as the soundtrack. Next thing you know, it's Hound Dog feet, Floor Rider. And then you just... <laughs> You get the Aquaman version of the um, Pitbull version Tor- of Toto's Africa. Tor- Tor- pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So you could safely say it's not as good as Rocket Man or Baby Rhapsody. No. It's still very good. I really enjoyed it. But I, I really enjoyed Rocket Man. Rocket Man was fun. I don't even remember Rocket Man properly. I had a hard time I, I following that. I think I, I don't. Well, I was definitely not sober watching it, but <laughs> I had a hard time. I just remember like Richard Madden's character just kept coming in and leaving, and I'm like, "Who the fuck even is this guy? I don't understand what's going on." But clearly, I was a bit inebriated. So, <laughs> good movie though, from what I can remember. Oh. Taron Egerton's really good. Yeah, not you as good as Fifty di- First Dates though. So, did you know <laughs> Ta- Taron Egerton used to date my cousin? How the fuck would I have known that, Kerry? <laughs> oh. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> they, they grew Did up. You know? uh, they, they grew up in the same town. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me wrong. That is pretty yeah. cool. Do they tell? Are they tall? Ah, okay. Apparently, was, yeah. So, yeah. Back to fifty-first dates. <laughs> um. One morning, as Henry is about to sit with Lucy at breakfast, she notices a police officer writing a ticket because of her expired plates. With the ruse exposed, Lucy is in distressed. Is distressed to learn that her friends and family have maintained the trade for so long. However, in watching her reaction, Henry summarizes that her strongest reactions are to feeling betrayed by her loved ones, not the actual memory loss. So yeah, yeah, she, she well. The cop obviously sort of ruins everything. Oh, like the ru- ruins like the the ruse. You'd think with the amount of effort her father and brother have gone into maintaining this lie for a year, yeah, they would notice the plates on the car. Well, yeah, probably actually. Surely, well, but yeah, there's cut. Co- this cop ruins yeah. everything. Well, he doesn't. Hmm. This cop allows no, Lucy yeah. to move on with, with her life. <laughs> That's but what yeah, I mean. She, he ruins su- the ruse. Yeah, and then she's super annoyed with everyone for lying to her. Not because she has a memory loss. And then I've got a note here saying, I'd love to look like Blake Clark at his age. So, hey, I was going to say, he looks a lot better <laughs> than he does in the previous movies. <laughs> 
so, yeah, so so you must have been looking good at uh, some point here. Yeah, no, I think I just remember the specific scene you made, and he's wearing like a blue <laughs> shirt, and his hair's all like slicked back. Yeah, I'm like, boy, clock, what's going on here? Makeup, we're having a good day with it. What's going on? Here? No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. It, yeah, it, it was exactly that scene. So they um, decide to visit Dr. Keats at uh, the Callahan's Institute for Lucy and Henry to fully understand what has happened since the accident. So Dr. Keats yeah. is Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Do you know who? Oh. Do, do you know where Keats has popped up before? No. Y- you weren't actually on this episode. I was. Uh, Keats was the main guy in uh, in Bulletproof. Fucking okay, hell! All the way back to what, like episode four? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a couple of notches in Peter Dante. So he's a uh, he's the receptionist at this institute. I don't know if Peter Dante suffers from. Uh, head trauma issues here or if he's just thick I think he's just supposed to be a bit thick I don't yeah, yeah. I don't know I, I don't know if he's there and like I don't know I'm probably yeah, no I get what you mean because she, cause she no because I understand what you mean because of what she does later on yeah I yeah and then we find out Doug has wet dreams. He's like, oh, Doc, uh, hypothetically, if a friend of mine uh, kept on uh, w- waking up and, uh, and he's like, get off, get off the rides, Doug. <laughs> get off the juice. <laughs> and, then, and then we're introduced to uh, Alan Covert's character, uh, 10-second Tom. Yeah, fuck, I forgot completely about this guy. Um, yeah. Alan Covert does such a good job at it. <laughs> like reset right in the middle. It's fucking gold. He's great in this. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes down the line, then back up the line, then back up the line, and then Sadler says that Doug pisses the bed. Then he laughs at Doug for pissing the bed. <laughs> he goes, aren't you a little old to be wet in the bed? Hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> um, uh, and then back at home Henry devises a new strategy to let Lucy know about the truth he creates a video with her friends to explain the situation calmly rather than let her go through her pre-accident routine and they place the video in a room with a note to play it when she first wakes up and then I've got a note so I just want to know where this guy acquired the video editing skills and the capacity to do this in one night in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> on film, that's all, that's all you got to do is... I, I don't know. I honestly have no clue. Yeah, but he's Probably. got, like... He's got footage of, like, the newspaper clips after yeah. about seven hours. Public library? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got a note here saying I think I may cry with how much Henry is in love with Lucy you de- <laughs> you definitely <laughs> cried during this movie <laughs> and then I said 
this is Schneider's best role. So I think this is when he was in uh, pretending to be Lucy. And oh, then, okay. And then they got with to the, the, uh, the with the mop wig. Yeah, the mop wig and the yeah. coconut bra. <laughs> the coconut boots. Uh, and then Henry and Lucy decide to visit the crash site um, so she can process what happened and in the area that her life completely changed. Uh, the strategy works and allows Lucy to process with the events while catching up on it, process the events while catching her up on current events, including her relationship with Henry. And then we got Lucy meeting her friends for the first time since the crash. So we got Maya Rudolph is here pregnant or she pregnant or did she just get married? Can't remember. She's one of the two. Don't know. One or the other. I didn't recognize got... her in this at first. Like I knew it was her, and I was looking at her like, "Yeah, that is who I think it is." But I'm also convinced that it's not. I, <laughs> I genuinely couldn't make, yeah. couldn't be sure. Because she she comes back as well, doesn't she? For grown ups, she's a grown ups. Yeah, yeah. Press rocks wife, and then. We've also got Jonathan Lochran post transition. Jennifer to Jonathan, was it? Yeah. Because they used his actual, I'd noticed that, and they used like his actual name. Um, <laughs> he's played some problematic uh, characters in his time. I, yeah, but I'm pretty sure he just is like, hey, Jonathan, will you just do this role for us for like 20 minutes? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he gives a fuck. <laughs> I don't think this is particularly offensive to anybody, and if oh, no. I don't care, <laughs> and then, if it is, that's not that's not my battle to have. <laughs> because because of the time they spend together, Henry and Lucy's relationship grows well uh, using this method, and they can continue to refine the process while enduring some setbacks. Um, they love each other, so they say they love each other, and they share their first kiss, and then they we get a little montage of their first kiss over and over again in such beautiful locations like at a lighthouse uh, on the cliffs looking over the sea, whatever. And then this leads to them making love for the first time in Sandler's den on thing. His couch and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even a pull-out couch bed, it's literally just <laughs> a couch. And then they make love in front of dolphins and uh, Rob Schneider's watching. Creepy old bastard. It's not quite vicariously, but... And then <laughs> we've, we've got watching. the... After they make love, we've got the song Forgetful Lucy, which I don't think is as good as Growing Old With You, but it's still a very good song. I was gonna. I was was gonna ask your opinion of this song. What did you? Yeah. How do you rate this? This on the list of uh, Sandler's Sandler's hits. Oh, or discography at least. What from movies so far? So what have we had? Yeah, we've where had, would you put this? We've had grown old with you. We've had somebody kill me. I don't think it's as good as those two. I don't Somebody think Kill Me is the one from The Wedding Singer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking cold. He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> um, and I'm reaping all the benefits. I don't think it's as good as te- Technical Fall. So this okay. is probably... F- so far, I think this is probably five out of 
so growing old with you, somebody killed me. Then what did I say? I can't remember. So, what? Well, but what you're trying to say is, so far, you reckon at the at a bet at a put, oh. this, is, this is the fifth best song I, in a movie. I think it's pro. I think it's probably six because it's going to go grow old with you. It's going to go the song from Billy Madison. Ah, yeah. Somebody Back killed me. Back to school. Back to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the big musical number. No, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, but it's it. It's probably up there. Not as good as Top Technical Fall. I did quite like yeah. this song, though. I thought it was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it, it it was a nice song. And then um, Henry proposes to Lucy before they fall asleep. Yeah, but, so uh, they guess they get the first night in bed together. They fall yeah. asleep facing each other and they wake up in the morning. And yeah, so and then, he proposes uh, to her right as they fall asleep. And yes. she says yes. And then, oh, next morning, wake up, uh, Lucy completely forgot who he is, and then she attacks him. And then... So I have questions about this. If she has, like, a nap during the day, what happens then? Or is it specifically 24 hours? Yeah, it has to be 24 hours. Surely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... So Dr. Keats has come to the house to explain something, and then he does the joke about the walrus. He's like, uh, did you know the uh, walrus has the second biggest penis of all mammals? And then Doug goes, who is the first? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then Doug just freaks out. <laughs> and then I, I don't know why Dr. Keats came back. Do you? Something happened. I can't remember because they're at the house, right? Yeah. Or did? Oh no! I can't remember. No, no, he came came, for a house visit. He came. Yeah, because Sandler got attacked and knocked out. So I think he just came to do a concussion check or something. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 When. And then they have a conversation. So when Lucy discovers that Henry has decided to cancel 10 years worth of planning for his research study to the study of walruses in Bristol Bay to help manage her condition. Oh, when Lucy discovers that Henry has decided to cancel 10 years worth of, worth of planning for his research study of walruses in Bristol Bay to help manage her condition, she decides to break up with him in order to not hold him back. Henry reluctantly helps her destroy her journal entries of the relationship to effectively erase their time together. Yeah, so, yeah, so she like, feels like she's a burden. Sorry, she feels like she's a burden on him, and he's not getting to do the stuff that he's been preparing for, basically for however long—ten years, I think it was. Be, just because he met this girl, so she's like, yeah, "We need see, to break up. I'm, I'm holding you back. It's not fair to you." Blah blah blah. Yeah, so she's like, it's 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 like it's already unfair enough for my dad and brother. I don't really, I don't, I don't want to put that on you as well. Which fair enough, yeah. it's a lovely sentiment, but well, man wants to do what he wants to do. Some weeks and later, Adam Sandler is very determined when it comes to a woman in a movie. He is very determined, unless oh, not not in Mister Deeds. She was determined with him. 
Oh, yeah, all right, fair enough. When they all switch little... room. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know if I enjoyed that film. Uh, some some weeks later, yeah, I think I did. I can't remember. <laughs> some weeks later, Henry's preparing to leave for his research study. Before he goes, Marlin tells him that Lucy is now living at the institute and teaching an art class. As a parting gift, he gives Henry a Beach Boy CD, which reminds him of Lucy. He remembers that Lucy's singing of Wouldn't It Be Nice was not random, but occurred on days when they were together, and indicates a new learned memory retention. Henry abandons his trip and travels to the art class. While Lucy does not remember Henry, she shows him her studio, a room full of paintings and drawings she has done of him. She explains that she dreams of him every night, and they happily reconcile. Yeah, so... What do we get? He's going to leave, and then... Oh, no, sorry, he is leaving. He's, the boat's all finished, yeah. everything's, everything's all done, and then he's, he's, Marlin comes and drops off, a, drops off the CD for him. Yeah. The Beach Boys CD. It's like, well, we thought we'd... Uh... Oh, no, that's it, because they both turn up, and he's like, here's a box of... of uh... here's, a, here's a gift from the cafe, and it's just spam and recent things. And then Doug just takes that anyway. <laughs> Um, then, yeah, the Beach Boys CD, and he's like, why would he give me this? It's just going to remind me of the time I spent with his daughter. And then he just starts crying. But <laughs> Him singing, I'm sorry, that's funny as fuck, him just singing this, just yeah. crying his ass <laughs> But how does he realise that she remembers him? Is it because it's the same, because method, she only same thing over and over again? Because she only sings uh, that song when she paints on days that she meets him. Yeah. So, some sort of like. Uh, clearly, he makes her happy in some sort of way. I don't know. Mm. Oh, well. I fucking okay. knows. And then uh, he goes back to the Institute. He That's goes a good the point, door. though. Yeah. He, he goes to the door and he's like, I have an appointment. And uh, one of the doctors. Uh, Reception's like, uh, who do you have an appointment with? And he's like, uh, 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 and Peter Dante's is like, hey, he's clearly got memory loss. He's like, just go upstairs, sir. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. <laughs> just, just go and have a good day, buddy. <laughs> and then we, he runs into 10 second Tom again. And he's like, have you seen Lucy Whitmore? And he's like, uh, hi, I'm Tom. And then, hi, yeah, she, then he runs into Lucy, finds her, and then she's like, oh, I don't know you, but I know your face. And then takes him into a room, and it's just pictures of Sandler. And then one picture of a guy with an egg for, an head, for a head. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, she realizes that Sandler is the uh, man of her dreams, and they share a kiss. A first kiss, if you will. Yeah, first kiss. And then one day in the future, Lucy wakes up and plays the tape marked Good Morning, Lucy. It again reminds her of her accident, but ends with her and Henry's wedding. From the t- Ends with her and Henry's wedding. From the tape, Henry says to put a jacket on and come for breakfast when she is ready. Lucy realises she is on a boat when she looks... Lucy realises she is on a boat when she looks out to the porthole and sees glaciers. Henry has finally made it to Alaska. Lucy goes up on deck, sees her dad, 
and meets her husband, Hen- meets her husband Henry, and her young daughter Nicole. The so end. with the, this scene, I only got one thing to say about this whole scene, and I am convinced that that was not Blake Clark on that boat. What do you mean? Like, if you watch the end scene again, it's like Adam Sutherland, there's like their their kid, Drew Barrymore, comes out of the thing, and then Blake Clark's like granddad stood in the background. A thousand yeah. percent, it's not him. Like, not not even slightly. You, you don't think it's Blake Clark at all? Not at all. If you get like the screen cap of that scene, it is absolutely not him whatsoever. So he's here. He's uh. Yeah, that's one hundred percent Blake Clark. Nah, bollocks. <laughs> I'm watching this in three thirty p, three sixty p. Sorry, and I'm sure one hundred percent that is Blake Clark. Oh, my laptop screen made me fucking fuzzy and <laughs> shit because I watched that before, just thinking like, oh, maybe you just didn't want to travel just to do one scene. That's fair enough. I yeah, but it, the glaciers look. CG anyway, so it's probably just done. Oh just yeah, it's a, just on a, a green screen on a lake 100%, somewhere anywhere. But one hundred percent, they filmed that in Hollywood uh, in Hawaii. Oh yeah, probably actually. Uh, yeah, I'm still convinced it wasn't Blake Clark though. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure. Of um, yeah, and then that's the uh, end of the movie. Uh, one thing we like to do when we discuss our movies is we like to talk about our cream de la scene, which is our favorite scene of the movie. What is, what's your favorite scene of the movie, Matt? So we didn't really talk about it a lot, but the first scene in with Dan Aykroyd, that first scene where they go to the hospital, he's fucking unreal at this. He's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> And he's just, he's hes so, like, on point, and he's so, like, on time in that first scene, and he just rips the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd's a, he's a very funny man. Um, he's great. Why, I, I don't know, it's a, it's a t- tough one for, for me. I, I adore this movie. I enjoy any scene with uh, Sean Austin. I think he's hilarious in this movie. He's great. But I, He's at, he, his his also... character is so fucking funny. <laughs> He's just such a monk. But I, but I also love any scene with Schneider and his kids. Ah, uh, okay. I think uh, the, the relationship with Schneider and his kids in this movie is great. But if I had to pin it down to one scene, it is probably the scene of. Uh, the first date's on the side of the road where you break the car breaks down, road works, and then ending yeah. with the with the whole kidnapping. That that's probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie. That's a good scene. Right, so right. Before we get into some trivia and goofs, we have to rate this movie out of ten with a certain number of sandbags, and let the people know what sort of flood our sandbags could start. So, Matt, last week, you give Anger Management a 6.7. I'm going to give this an 8.2. 8. That, oh, that is one point behind Big Daddy. 
one point behind the water boy. <laughs> you give Happy Gilmore a 9.4. Yeah, fucking hell, it's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's iconic as <laughs> And um, what, what kind of flood could your 8.2 sandbag start? Ooh, the flood of Chunder coming from another walrus. That's <laughs> a lot of fucking sick. Um, my highest rated so far is Happy Gilmore and an 8.6 so I'm going to give this movie an 8.8 I love this movie and uh, my 8.8 sandbags could stop the flood of non-alcoholic drinks that Sandler gives to women visiting the island every single week that non-alcoholic Blue Lagoon fishbowl I I really enjoyed this movie I think it's always been one of my favourites I don't know if any. So just end it there. We should have seen this a few more times when I was younger. But no, this is great. Yeah. I don't think anything else is going to compare to this. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, we've we still leave... got another Drew Barrymore movie to go, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, blended. <laughs> before we leave, do you have any pieces of trivia you want to talk about? Uh, fuck. Nah, I'm pretty sure all the pieces of trivia I've... I watched these movies for next week's back-to-back, so I've got, like, trivia for that one, not for this one. All right. I don't know why. Yeah, Um, I've got nothing. I've I've got a couple of pieces of trivia here. One of my favourite facts is this has been remade multiple times for Indian audiences, Mexican audiences, Korean audiences. Oh, yeah. You could... could... (laughs) Yeah, this is one of those stories you could translate for anyone. Yeah. Um, but also, this was one of the first movies in history to be released on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. There are several references to Spam in the movie. According to Hornell, the producers of Spam, Hawaii leads the nation in per capita consumption of Spam, with over 6.7 million cans sold annually. Which equals to 5.5 cans per person. So each Hawaiian person, on average, eats five and a half cans of Spam every year. Yeah. They, that they actually doesn't spam. seem like quite a lot, to be fair. They, they love like, Spam. If you think of the size of a tin of Spam, and that's like five <laughs> of those in a year, that's not a lot. It's not, no. It's not much at all. That's like, they do like... That's, that's like 30 sandwiches. If that, they do like spam sushi out there. Fuck that. It's called, yeah, it's called spam masubi. Look at that. Nah, you fucking cooked there. That's <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it? Isn't then... spam? Isn't it like specially produced American meat? Isn't that what it means? Yeah, I... well, that might just like... be a rumor, you know. I don't know, I'm pretty but sure it, that's what it's... Ah, that's, you know what, Google yeah. is our friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, like I said earlier, the script was originally set in Seattle, but sounded like, nah, fuck that. Say that, oh yeah, Seattle, I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> Seattle's a great place, but I probably would go to Hawaii over. <laughs> spam, 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 spam. Um... It doesn't say anything, but it was uh, 
special in popularity in World War Two, and then Spam and has Hamlet affected didn't pass physical. Spam has affected popular culture, including a Monty Python skit which repeats the name many times, leading to its name being borrowed to describe electronic mes- messages. Oh, especially email. Oh yeah, that's actually fucking hilarious. Monty Python used it so much that it became spam. That's it. There's actually a section on the spam Wikipedia dedicated entirely to just Hawaii. <laughs> what? There's this bit, and it just says Hawaii. It, and it's got your, uh, yeah, okay. it's got it's got your spam Musabi there, Musubi. There you I've go. Hawaiian Burger King began serving spam in 2007 <laughs> <laughs> to compete with local McDonald's, which also serves spam. <laughs> what is going on? With in 2017, <laughs> Hawaii was played by a rash of theft and spam. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry to the people in Hawaii. Someone's stealing spam. That's fucking bullshit. Alright, I'm getting off the spam Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm good for this week. I'm going to bed. Fuck you. Uh, and, and then one thing before we leave, I have a goof here. The, a police officer tickets Lucy for having expired license plates while her truck is legally parked in a parking lot of the Pancake House. Since the parking lot is on private property and Lucy is not driving the truck when the police officer tickets the expired license plate, he does not have legal right to write her a ticket. She disputed it. She told him to fuck off. Ruined the whole movie. Yep. Ruined lie, but I, I think that just uh, leads to a bigger problem of cops in the United States not following a uh, guideline set out for them. On oh, no, that political bombshell, <laughs> yeah, I think he's just fucking cross, Gary. FTC, film the cops, fucking Mike Nolan. <laughs> All right. I've had enough of this. I'm signing off for this week. Right, Flat, you want to let the people know what we've got next week? Next week, coming up, we have the movie Spanglish, which, you know what? Go watch it. It's got Adam Sandler in it. It's definitely not an Adam Sandler movie, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry I didn't watch it this week. Then again, we've been doing this for two hours. <laughs> Imagine how long this would be going on if we did Spanglish as well. Absolutely not. I'm going. <laughs> we've been going for about two and a half hours. Yeah, join, right. us, uh, jo- join us next week for Spanglish. If you want, follow us on Instagram at SoSandrasPod. Send us an email at SoSandrasPod at gmail.com. Leave us a nice review on uh, Apple Podcast and uh, Spotify. Uh, and apart from that, uh, yeah. Have Aloha. A <laughs> Aloha, everybody. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll see you in. We'll see you next week for some Spanglish. <laughs> Bye.